Uh, I'm ready when you guys are. So, yeah, let's go. Let's start. You're gonna keep playing the game as we record. I'm gonna beat this boss. Okay. Nature of this game. Where your tagline goes here. Yeah, I don't really know what we're saying. Are we, like, we're saying. I don't know. I guess we're technically taking a look at old games in a new light. Welcome to Mission Objective, where we. <laughs> I don't know. Welcome to Mission Objective. Would you like fries with that? <laughs> I think that was pretty good, actually. <laughs> that was it definitely good. is uh, cohesive with our um, name. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Mission Objective, where Ian's currently trying to beat a boss. In the game, Actraiser, yeah. which is our first game. Yeah, the first one that we've done, and uh, man, I've picked a doozy. Uh... You know, okay, so I will say that, like, the I, I believe that I kind of was like, hey, I want to play Actraiser, and everyone just went along with that. Yeah. And I think that my only reason for wanting to play this game is the name, and... <laughs> It's still the only thing I like about the game. It's funny, because <laughs> the, the only reason I wanted to play the game was that first level theme. That's funny. That was it. <laughs> so and The only reason I wanted to play the game was because you both wanted to play the game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, I was on board. I mean, like, when we talked about it, uh, when we were going through the different games, like, the concept seemed interesting, and I yeah. had never played it before, so I was up for, like, a Super Nintendo game that I hadn't played uh, yet, so... Yeah, I still like the concept. Yeah, it's an interesting title, but I think, like, at its core, um, Actraiser is, like, a mediocre Castlevania knockoff duct-taped to a decent city builder for, given the time and the console, because uh, Actraiser was a Super Nintendo launch title, so it, you know, it didn't have any contemporaries, like, Populous on SNES wasn't out yet, although it did, like, the city building parts did remind me sort of, like, Peter Molyneux's Vein of God game, like, Populous or Black and White. <laughs> Except older. Uh, but yeah, Populous wasn't out. SimCity on SNES wasn't even out yet. So It was 1989 is when SimCity came out on NES. I didn't even know there was a NES version of that game, to be honest. Yeah. That, must, that must play wonderfully. <laughs> well, then in that case, this one came out right after that. Yeah. In 1990. Look at the power of the Super Nintendo to render a sprite with two full frames of animation. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, jeez. You know what? I don't think it did come out on the NES. It was some sort of weird bootleg. But yeah, you know, Actraiser, very, like like we said, launch title. Came out in 1990 in Japan with the console. Old, uh, developed by Quintet, who I believe are the East people, and published by our boys at Enix, because it was not Square Enix yet. And yeah, I don't know, I guess we just go around and say what we thought. <laughs> How about, like, we go around and say, like, what we liked and then, like, to keep a theme and, like, then what we didn't like. Um, I, like, 
and I mean, I'll start with like what I liked, uh, if that's okay. Yeah, sure. The, the thing that I liked most, like the thing that stood out the most to me in this game period was the soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was like killer, like to the point where like I like to work to video game soundtracks and like I sought this one out and downloaded it and listened to it. Like, so yes, ActRaiser soundtrack is fucking killer and I loved it. Um, another thing I liked about it uh, was the like, so I, like I tried to put myself in the shoes of somebody playing this in 1991. Of course, mm-hmm. I was way too young to be interested in this game back then. Um, but I tried to be like, okay, well, what else did they have available to them at this time? Like, is this like revolutionary for 1991? Um, in terms of gameplay, I don't really think so. I don't either. So that's a yeah, it's exactly what I was gonna say. But. I do think like it melded two video game genres together in a way that no other game really did and it did it kind of well in that like what you did in the sim building part of it actually carried over to slight they tried to carry over like slight benefits and things like that into the platforming aspects of the game like picking up the magic and stuff yeah yes, which yeah. I thought I thought was interesting I saw a lot of attempts at making this game great that just fell really short, right? So, like, the concept was great. The, like, attempts to meld everything together was... The ideas were great, but they just fell short. Like, they just weren't uh, deep enough. They Like, the systems in the sim part of the game were not deep enough. The platforming was not challenging enough. The game was too short, you know, but... Overall, like I liked the concept of the game um, for its time, and the soundtrack was killer. So those are the two things like I really enjoyed. Uh, gotcha. So we each have to come up with something we liked about the game. I think we've covered all the things that we all liked about the game, Frank, unless you've got something else. Uh, the only thing I have to say is I, like, I agree with Trevor. I really, really enjoyed the soundtrack to this game. I always have, and it's done. I think I mentioned this in the... Uh, earlier episode that we did before we played it but uh, it's done by Yuzo Kashiro of Streets of Rage th- fame and also a bunch of other stuff he's a very prolific composer and he's very good except for when at, for the end credits theme he rips off the 20th century fox logo <laughs> at the start of it <laughs> for a second I thought I had beat Star Wars <laughs> I but yeah you know soundtrack's good concept's good I don't really have anything to add to what you said how about you Ian yeah, I mean, I don't really have anything to that that I liked about the game aside from the the music and well, not the music was good. To to me though, it's hard to say I liked the music because of the repetitive theme that plays throughout yeah, the overworld. Like that that is a little bit annoying. I like agree. you don't spend yeah. you spend too much time listening to that and not enough time listening to the other songs in the game. Yeah, but I will true. say that um just the overall feel of the game was really enjoyable. Um, it definitely had like this weird, like anime vibe for me because like it's such a like Japanese premise to a game where you play like a god with a sword and you like you know raise these villages. R A I S E, not R A Z E. Well, you can do that. You can do that, I guess. But like, <laughs> uh, there's a there's an enemy in Yu Yu Hakusho that kidnaps someone and he's in this tower like this he's this demon dude and it brought me exactly to that point in 
like in my life. Um, I probably would have been like in middle school when I saw this episode, but um, like there was something about the game where it's just like it summed up perfectly that feeling of like just weird, like pseudo religious shit in pop yeah. culture. And there was something enjoyable, like very enjoyable about that. I just wanted to play this game and like eat Doritos and do middle school shit. So it was enjoyable in to me and like the fact that it it uh, struck a chord or brought up a feeling that was enjoyable. But the gameplay itself was frustrating. Yeah, I like, guess we might as well get into criticism at this point. Yeah, I think we're I think all right. itching to make that turn. That's where the meat of this thing's gonna be. Yeah. And I don't really want to, like, just say, hey, this game is worthless and don't play it. But, my goodness, is is the platforming segments. Like, the platforming segments are not fun. No. They they have really poor level design. The hitboxes don't really match up with the sprites. Um, there's so much delay. Well, not so much delay, but there's delay on weird things. Like, when you attack in the air, there's a big delay on, on like, your jumping attacks. I don't know. There's just so many inconsistencies with the platforming. And it's also very shallow. You just have your standing attack, crouching attack, and then you can kind of move yourself in the air when you jump. Yeah, even Castlevania with the, the addition of the sub-weapons opens up a lot of gameplay opportunities that this game doesn't do. Like, it has a magic system, but it's basically just supers. Like, right. And you, you hit the button and you're... Unless... You use the one, because there's only two, I think. There might be more, but I only found two. Um, there is the fireball that launches from the front of your character and just does big damage on contact. And then there is the win button, the boss-killing stardust thing that you get, where you just stand there invulnerable while shit rains down onto whatever is unfortunate enough to be under it. Yeah. And that's about it. Like, there's no, there, there's no sub-weapon system. I felt like this game could have really used that. Also, the fact that your character has so little range, and the, two things bug me. One, your character, like, when he's dealing damage, his range is terrible for how big that sword is. Two, when you get hit, like, it doesn't have Castlevania-style knockback, which in some areas is a blessing, some areas is a curse, but, like, I think on the whole, since there's not enough knockback and not enough invincibility after you get hurt, you just end up getting stuck in the corner and destroyed a lot of the time. Uh, one question I do have for you guys. How far did you make it? Because I got to the fake Star Wars credits. Yeah, I haven't beat the game. I don't think that I will after this episode unless we choose to continue to play it for whatever reason. But I'm, um, not, I'm not touching this again. What about you, Trev? <laughs> I did not beat it. I, almost, I got toward the end. Um, I, I mean, I got kind of bored of it, honestly. Yeah. Uh, it, it, the platform is super repetitive. The sim aspect was not deep enough like it is just becoming like a super big chore to play yeah um i got through like i think there's like two acts and six different worlds i think i got through or six different areas and i got through the uh like through the fourth one yeah um, uh, i haven't finished north wall or the final stuff but the loop doesn't change and in fact like i cheated on the last level because the last like, the last level, not North Wall, but, like, the volcano that you go into to defeat Tanzra the Demon, a.k.a. Satan, is a boss rush. And I felt like Indiana Jones when that sword guy attacks him and he just shoots him in the gut because I was like, I'm not doing these again. Especially when you're fighting those bosses, 
they move at about 1.5 times faster than they did. So they're even more impossible, and you don't get health in between rounds. You only have X amount of magic, so, like, I got through most of them by unabashedly cheesing them. But that one, I just, I had to set those bosses' health to zero so I could just no-sell them and then get to Tanzra. And then I just ended up cheesing him because I found a spot in the left-hand corner where you didn't get hit. Yeah. So here's the question. How much did you guys utilize save scumming? Because I did a lot of it throughout this game. Same. Like, I, I was yeah. trying not to, but... Me too. Uh, one thing I want to, like, mention is, like, when I was playing this game, I was like, man, like, am I the only one who thinks it's a bad game? Like, I wanted to go out and find reviews for it, um, which most of which were relatively positive. I think the lowest review score that I found was, like, 7.5 out of 10. This game came out on, like, Wii Virtual Console and got this, like, resurgence, and, like, everybody started playing it again. Um, and people were, like, talking about it, and I was, like, reading op opinions on it, and, like, people were, like liking it. And I was like, I don't understand. I don't get it. Like, it doesn't do anything great at all like it rips off so many different games it attempts to do this but doesn't do it right um it gets really boring it's not the platforming like the first half of the game like the platforming is so easy it's like platforming for babies yeah like it it's it's just so easy i mean like even comparing that to like a super mario world or something like it's night and fucking day like the the platforming is and the and the weight of the character feels off like it, it just doesn't it doesn't feel good to play at all and i've played tons of super nintendo games uh, tons of platformers like recently. no bubsy that's for sure <laughs> and, and it, it's just it doesn't do anything that is trying to do good yeah i agree with you on how like the platforming is and the, the sad thing is like it never gets any harder it just gets way cheaper like, this, this game, the level designers, if you want to call them that, are a big fan of putting in traps, like, just off-screen. Like, oh, you'll get jump and get hit by an arrow or a fireball statue. Or my favorite, oh, you're running. You're running down this slope that is pu also pushing you down. Here's spikes that just instantly kill you. Yeah. I think they do, like, half damage. And then when I w figured out, oh, hey, okay, the spikes are here, and I jumped on the platform that you're supposed to get on, the platform dips down into the spikes before it goes back up, so I <laughs> died again. Yeah, what's annoying, what's annoying about those design decisions is there are a lot of games, like a lot of Mario platformers, the newer ones at least, like New Super Mario Bros. and the like, um, where you can literally just hold the run the entire time and run forward, and as long as you time your jumps correctly, you can get through the whole game. Then there are games where it's like, you, uh, a lot of Castlevania games where you inch forward every once in a while, look at your surroundings, and then sometimes you're forced to react quickly. This game, it does both of those things, and it does both of them pretty poorly, where it'll have parts where you've got to run full speed, and then it'll have parts where if you weren't running full speed, you're gonna, you're gonna get hit by something. And I hate design decisions like that because essentially, it forces you to take hits like you're you're you don't it it's about more about memorizing what's coming up next versus um actually being able to tell or have a strategy uh, for approaching it yeah eventually for me it got to the point where every platforming level i had to do was just a slog in between uh get you doing the sim levels like the city building sim which i thought the way it was opening up was actually going to have more stuff that mattered like there's a point where 
you know, there's towns that are in unrest. There's a point where your town has the plague, but it all just comes down to this city isn't growing right now. You need to find a thing from another settlement and give it to them. That's the entirety of the depth here. Like, even in the level uh, where it's like, oh, the citizens have started worshipping this giant monster that you have to go kill. Like, there's no point where they, like, start revolting and burning down the town or anything like that. There's no real management no. of your citizens. It's just you take stuff from them and then you occasionally have to give them something. Yeah, there's de there's definitely, like, this, I would not call this game even a city management game. There, because usually that means you're managing resources of some sort, and there's no resource management necessary in this yeah, game. Yeah, you, you have your MP, but they, once you get a few levels, you usually have enough of that to where you can just keep using spells until the day rolls and you get all of it back. Yeah. I thought it was interesting. I actually found people online that were trying to do, like, max population playthroughs of this game, which I was trying to imagine that that would be extremely daunting and... Um, awful mm -hmm. but there were like people there's like a whole game facts guide on max population for each area and how to achieve it and it's like extremely ridiculous you probably uh, like you have to build certain areas first and you have to kill 120 yeah. Oh, yeah yeah you probably it, have to manually kill all the shrines versus sealing them because they do have a finite number of enemies in those yeah but yeah to me this this game it smacks of two things. One, this is a prime game that you really, I think, need nostalgia mm -hmm. to look back on fondly. Because if I had played this as a kid, I'd probably love it. Like, there are mediocre games that I'm a massive fan of. Blast Core is uh, arguably one of them. Although I do think that game's really good. But then again, my perspective's tainted. Hopefully we'll hit it at some point in this show. Because that's kind of the purpose. But, uh, yeah, you need nostalgia to be able to enjoy it to the fullest. And also, this is a game that's prime for a remake. Yeah, all the concepts, all the, like, the, the idea of the game is really cool. A remake of this using actual good mechanics, like Shovel Knight mechanics combined with, like, city skylines. Like, could you even imagine? Could yeah, you be ridiculous. How cool that would be? I, I mean, with everything done right, the, like I said, like, the ideas, I feel like I can imagine, like, a... A designer sitting in a room full of developers being like this is what i want to do this is the idea i have for a game and everybody being like oh my god that's amazing and then they try to build it out and just the technology is not up to part of it, to actually create something on that level i think the uh, tech might have been there but they needed a developer that was able to utilize it and it also would have had to been like later in the snes's lifestyle because that's exactly what i was about to say like, like it, it was yeah. it was a launch game, so I mean, there's also the possibility of it trying to get pushed out quickly. Um, there, I mean, there's also the fact that like they might just not have uh, given the amount of stuff that's reused. Like you have reused enemies that are just palette swaps yeah. for the most part throughout the game, and even though the soundtrack's good, it reuses tracks way, way, way too many times. Like this is the type of game that is screaming for each city to have its own unique theme and when you unlock that music power up and give it to two of the cities visiting those is then refreshing compared to the rest of the game because you don't have to hear the same track repeat over and over again mm -hmm. but sure. that could have been down to like memory limitations on the cartridge or something like they just exactly. didn't have a, a big enough cartridge at that time what would you guys change without just completely remaking the game because you know we're all thinking total remake but if you could just nudge something in, in the right direction what would you guys change on it because for me it would be the addition of either some sort of blocking or a dodge during the combat because there's too many instances and you can see this on the first boss which is that centaur with the lance 
and the occasional lightning attack. Like, unless you go all the way to the left end of the stage and utilize the area that he just never goes into, you just, there's no way to block his attacks or, like, dodge backwards when he's coming at you. You either just, you're, you're too short to hit him, or you get take damage because you're in his hurt box, which he gets just by standing on top of you. Yeah, a backwards roll would have been much appreciated. Like, I think that the platforming combat is does not, it lacks depth. So anything to add depth to that, either a roll, like a dash, or um, like some way to, or like just slow down enemies a little bit when they attack. So they have variations where it's like, oh, you either have to jump or you have to crouch in order to, like, in order to dodge attacks. And I think they do that quite a bit in Northwall. A lot of the platforming segments there, they have enemies that throw axes and you've got to duck under that. But uh, yeah, so yeah, adding an additional mechanic such as a block or a dash would go a long ways in actually making the uh, the combat a little bit more, have enough depth to at least be interesting or not that's a little in, chore. That's interesting you guys mentioned that because Act Tracer 2, I read about that a little bit after mm -hmm. I put this game down. Apparently uh, is platforming only, like they took the sim part out of it. Yeah. Uh, and then they elaborated more on the platforming aspect, giving you more um, a more robust uh, platforming game. It wasn't reviewed as well as the first one, which makes me think, God, how bad can that one be? Um, I kind of want to play that because I wonder if, you know, if people are weirdly positive on ActRaiser 1. I wonder if they're weirdly negative on ActRaiser 2, but I tried playing it. Unfortunately, it has a bug in it where it doesn't play well with emulators. It just freezes when you select to go into a town, and I need to figure out if there's a way to get around that. Um, it might just be trying to find a copy, or it might be using a different emulator. But, yeah, it'd be that would be an interesting thing to look at um, at some point in the future, I'd say. Yeah, and for me adding something into it, um, I, I would be... It would have to be on the sim side of things, and making it... I mean, just like like you were mentioning earlier, um, Ian, that if they had some sort of resource gathering um, aspect to it to make it more interesting, to make like to give yourself like a little bit of a more of a connection to uh, the sim building aspect of it, because yeah. um, I felt like after a certain point it was just like a chore. Everything in that game became a chore. Uh, at a certain point, like you felt, you didn't feel connected to anything in it. The platforming was bad, and the sim aspect of it was was just tedious. Um, so I I feel like that yeah. adding that aspect to it may you know improve uh, the connection like to the game itself. The game reeks of like limited budget or development resources or time. Like it's it's very broad and very shallow, which to me indicates they didn't have enough time to flesh out anything, and instead they tried to. Just, you know, they tried to hit as many things as they could, and they just uh, couldn't get it all to a, a level that actually was enjoyable. Yeah, then, like, these guys are also uh, known mostly for... Like, I was wrong about the, them being the East people, but they're known mostly for RPGs, so mm -hmm. they might not have been the best action guys. The last thing I'm going to say on it is, like, I think it would have been interesting if the miracles that you used to basically terraform the earth tied into your magic like like i should have counterparts to all those miracles that i have in the sim mode that i can use in 
the side scroller mode and not just as like a super but as some sort of like weapon system yeah exactly like uh rain and water or like rain and sun and lightning and stuff yeah, yeah. definitely like it would make sense if as you're going through the, the side scrolling level that you have to use those spells to even even if they were just literally use the sun to dry up this lake so you can get across like that yeah, kind of like do a Metroid thing with it. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you could even revisit areas later, and like instead of drying out the lake, you do. You know, you flood it, and you can get to a different place. I don't know. Like there, there could be a lot of stuff you do. Yeah, a problem. A problem with the uh, that combat is like it really didn't get across that you're supposed to be, to be the avatar of the god of this world. Yeah. Like I know that you you it shouldn't just have a win button. But you don't really have any flexibility. You just you're a guy who whacks shit with a sword. But that's all I have to say on it before uh, we shift gears into picking our next game. I think I covered guys? it all. Uh, I'd rather move on from this game. <laughs> all right, well, boys, it looks like we need to pick another game. Looks and like meat's back on the menu. That's a good one. Looks like meat's back on the menu. Speaking of games that I played a shitload of yesterday. I killed, like, I booted up Shadow of Mordor and killed a ton of orcs. Um, I need to finish that game. But anyway, if you, Ian, would do me the honors of pulling up the list. Um, I had an idea. Uh, okay, for... the list says Maple Story. Yeah. I, ha I have an idea for how we should pick another game, but I don't know if it's a good idea. I was thinking we can either pick one from the current list or we have the option of, like, adding one to the list. And then we vote. I'm gonna keep the games that from my like from mine. I'll just keep the games that I have on there. On there, uh, I, I'm still good with those three. Actually, now that we mentioned it, if I want to, if I could throw like just one more hat into the ring as like this kind of concept thing, um, I know Shadow of the Colossus got remade, um, and since that's kind of like a mm -hmm. an all-time classic, and this you know show is supposed to be about like replaying classics in this day and age and really the only thing to my understanding that this game has upgraded is graphics i think it'd be interesting to um not necessarily for this game specifically but just to add it to the list as a game that we play down the line to see how like the gameplay mechanics and the world the, like the open world concept in shadow of the colossus holds up in comparison to all the open world games that have been coming out in modern day and age yeah i'd be down for that i'm gonna say that i'm gonna let you two add a game and i'm gonna abstain since we played one of my suggestions and we should just make that the rule but and we'll, we'll make it like a unified google drive document uh here shortly but trev if you want to do the honors of reading off the current list okay current list um the Great Circus Mystery, Mickey and Minnie Mouse. Uh, we had Act Razor, uh, Dark Cloud Two, Mega Man ZX, Shinobi, Bastion, Maple Story, Street Fighter Three, Secret of Mana, and that's it. Yep. And then Shadow of the Colossus. Uh, just added there. Yeah. Who has a suggestion? I don't know if I want to play any of those games. To be honest, <laughs> what do you guys want to play? Uh, well, my suggestion was going to be Shinobi. But... <laughs> yeah, I figured it would be. <laughs> I have an itching to play that uh, anyway. I would, so... I would want to play Secret of Mana, honestly. I was th I was between Secret of Mana and Shinobi, because both of those games I feel like are... I don't know, Secret of Mana's not short. It's pretty decent it's length, pretty yeah. Decent. Uh, I'm going to say, yeah, we can go with Secret of Mana, since um, we ended up with my game the last time, so... And we're sticking to SNES, it looks like, as well. Yeah. I guess I guess we're going to play yeah. the SNES version, right? 
mm-hmm. not the remake because the re- I know there's a remake out on. Uh, I think the PS4 one actually came out too. Um, like, and if it doesn't come out, it's like this week or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. February fifteenth is when it comes out, so in four days from the date that we're recording right now. Nice. It'd be interesting because you know it's get it's it's essentially a remaster as well, different graphics. I wonder if this is it is multiplayer. I wonder if the PlayStation version is uh, online multiplayer as well. I don't know. Uh, anyway, anyway, I guess we'll just play the SNES version. Might be interesting after we play the SNES version though to see if we can figure out a way to do four player or multiplayer online with the remake. Yeah, that, that would, would be an interesting concept. Yeah, for sure. That wouldn't be a bad idea. I don't have much experience with that game, to be honest. Uh, I know, and I, I'm not sure, Ian, if you've heard of Secret of Mana at all. Like I've heard. Yeah, of I it, played it but... before. Okay, so I guess you guys talk about your experiences with the game going into it, and I will just abstain. For me, the reason why I chose this one is because it's kind of been on like my backlog for like ever, and it's been a game that I've really wanted to play for a super long time, but never got around to. And I know it is like a huge fan favorite for the Super Nintendo, and uh, it's just one of those games that I wanted to find a reason to play, and I felt like this would be a good platform to like talk about it after pl- after playing it. Um, because, you know, so many people have already played it at this point. It would be nice to have us all playing it at the same time. Yeah, definitely. Um, I've played about 10 to 20 minutes of this game, but i played other games in the Mana series a lot more. The one on the DS was one of the first action RP- multiplayer action RPGs that I ever played, and I, had it, I played it with my brother and two stepbrothers, and it was one of my favorite gaming experiences. And I remember seeing Secret of Mana on Super Nintendo and thinking it'd be a lot of fun to play that multiplayer. So my my view of the game is very skewed to the multiplayer side of things. I do know it was a game that did have multiplayer capability on the Super Nintendo. I don't, I don't know anything really aside from um, what I played of it. I liked how it looked. I liked how it sounded. And I liked the multiplayer aspect, and I never got to play past like the first ten or twenty minutes. Oh, we should uh, play some on Sunday here. Yeah, that's what I got these two USB SNES pads for. So yeah, it looks like Secret of Mana is our choice for those of you playing at home. And uh, I guess it's about time to wrap it up. So, anybody have any final thoughts on ActRaiser or Secret of Mana? No, I think we're all set. I'm gonna go ahead and. Put ActRaiser in the not going to come back to pile. Yeah. It's it's a game that I'd have a poster for it up on my wall, but I would never play it again. Yeah. Listen to the soundtrack here and there, but uh, not play it. Definitely not play it. So that's been it for this week's episode of Mission Objective, and uh, we will see you guys later. See ya. Bye. <laughs>